podcast. My name is Keith. And I'm Kim. And this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to see through it and see God, not to it to primarily see ourselves. All right. So Second Chronicles <laughs> uh, chapter 13. 13. We start off, Rehoboam has died, right? So Rehoboam was Solomon's son. He's dead and gone. Um, and now Abijah, his son, becomes king in his place. Um, and just like we've seen so many times within the biblical storyline, we have another civil war, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's the people of God fighting against, guess who? The people of the God. The people of God. Right? And so we have Judah fighting against Israel. Remember, they split up. And it's Abijah versus Jeroboam. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy about this story is that Jeroboam has twice the amount of soldiers. He has 800,000 soldiers. Mm-hmm. And Abijah has 400,000. Right. And like I said before, Jeroboam in Israel at this point has went apostate. They've turned away from the Lord. They got golden calves. They're doing all kind of crazy stuff like like Exodus. Wow. <laughs> wow. And Abijah's calling him out. Mm-hmm. He's like, bro, what are, you, like, what are y'all doing, bro? Like, mm-hmm. man, like, yo, we already know, bro, like. What God did, like with David and what he promised. Mm-hmm. And like, why are you guys trying to rebel against us? Why are you guys uh, rebelling against David's house? You rejected the priests. Y'all got golden calves to worship. Like, y'all are just out of it. What are y'all doing? And they, again, I mean, just the whole idea. One of the things that I like about Abijah when he's addressing them is he he points out. He says, then worthless and wicked men gathered around him to resist Rehoboam, son of Solomon. Yeah. And so there's this idea that he realizes. um, Mm. And it's, again, if you compare, remember we talked about Solomon realized that he was young and inexperienced. And his reaction to that was he went to the Lord and asked God for wisdom. Right. Here, Abijah recognizes that his own father was young and inexperienced and that he was taken advantage of Hmm. by worthless and wicked men who gathered around him. And so there's this picture of Rehoboam went after wicked counsel versus Solomon who went after the Lord and asked God for wisdom. And Abijah's, like you said, he's calling them out, pointing out the things that they're doing that is just like what they did Hmm. in the wilderness in Egypt um, when they left Egypt. But then also just this... um, Rehoboam, when he went to fight Jeroboam, mm-hmm. and they told him, don't do this, it's not going to end well. Right. And Abijah is doing the exact same thing, but the difference is he goes to God. And so yeah. they are ambushed. Yeah. And when they are ambushed by Jeroboam and twice as many people, they cry out to the Lord. Yeah, absolutely. And the Lord delivers them. The Lord saves them. And it's like... His name. There. Yep, he does it <laughs> for his name. And the thing that I was just struck by, like... The Lord saves them. They have double the amount of people. They <laughs> hem them in on both sides. So obviously their military strategy worked. Exactly. When we trust in and remain faithful to God, mm-hmm. we can ensure that we have his protection and blessing regardless of the circumstances. Even if it looks crazy. Even if it looks crazy. Even if it looks like we're, like we're, we're outmanned. Mm-hmm. Even when we really are outmanned. <laughs> right? God comes through. He loves to deliver no. He does, he does his best work and his best uh, deliverance in those situations. And we see here 500,000 right. of Israel's soldiers die. When you reject God's kingdom, you're going to pay. And you'll feel it. And Jeroboam was hit with such a blow that he never recovered during Abijah's lifetime. It was a wrap. It was a wrap for him. And uh, yeah, just crazy how 
um, I think you brought this up uh, before, but just like how, you know, there was peace, mm-hmm. right? So Abijah rests with his ancestors, um, you know, and then Asa, his son, becomes king. Right. And he has peace for and 10 has, years. And, and, and he has peace for 10 years. And one of the things that um, I think the Bible points out, um, you know, here, uh, it's very militaristic. And so when the Bible talks about here that they have salvation, it mm-hmm. means that they beat their enemies. When it talks about they have rest, it means their enemies are not coming against them. Right. When they have peace, it means that they had uh, peace from any type of warfare. And that's, yeah, all salvation. Mm -hmm. That's what God does with us as Christians, right? Like, Mm -hmm. we have peace with God because we've been justified by Christ, uh, I think Romans 5 says. And so, um, yeah, they have peace because they submitted to Yahweh's Mm -hmm. reign, you know, in a sense. And it allowed them, one of the great things about being at peace and not being at war constantly is it gave them an opportunity to fortify their cities and build up their walls Mm. and things like that. And so they became stronger as a result of Mm. being at peace. And so it's very interesting to see that eventually there is another war. Um, I think it's Zerah the Cushite tries to come to fight them. And it says that he failed. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting. He failed where Shishak earlier with Rehoboam didn't fail. He actually did what he set out to do. And the difference was that Asa was faithful to the Lord. Absolutely. And God gave them deliverance. Yep. And it's like crazy because the Cushites come against um, mm-hmm. the Israelites he, or Judah here. And, um, you know, they have almost double again. Like they again. have a million people. And Judah has like 500 and some thousand people, almost double. But they cried out to the Lord. Verse 11, Asa cried out to the Lord. Asa cried out to the Lord. (laughs) And it's so crazy that when we call on the name of the Lord, everybody who calls on the name of the Lord will be Mm -hmm. saved, right? Like Paul will say that in Romans. Um, And even thinking about the Exodus, Israel cried out to the Lord. And the Lord was like, okay, like I'm coming to save my people because they've cried out. Um, And I just love what Asa says specifically, though. He says, Lord, Mm -hmm. there is no one besides you to help the (laughs) mighty and those without strength. Mm. So in other words, like he's saying like, yo, you're the God of the strong and the weak. Right. You know what I mean? Like we we have to depend on you how if we're strong or if we're weak. And so he says, help us, Lord. Mm. You know, for we depend on you and in your name. We have come against this large enemy. You are our God. Don't let a mere mortal hinder you. And he just has <laughs> good theology. Um, and he just believes in the strength of the Lord. And because he trusts in the Lord, that's it's not even about the Christian life. It's not about trying. Mm. It's about trusting. Yeah. Right. And he gets victory simply because he trusts. That's the good news here. And they got a chance to plunder. They mm. plundered cities yeah. for a fight they didn't start. Like usually mm. when a city goes in and conquers or a nation goes in to conquer, they plunder what they took over. Here it is. They were able to plunder and they didn't even start the fight. And God gave them the victory, not only saving them, but also providing for them. Yep, absolutely. And then as we move forward, you know, Azariah comes, he's anointed with the Spirit of the Lord, he's a prophet, and he has this kind of like religious reform he's trying to bring mm-hmm. to Israel. He's like, hey man, like Israel, do not like, yo, turn away from the Lord. If you seek him, you know, he'll be fine by you, found by you. Um, but if you abandon him, he will abandon you. And actually he's talking to uh, Judah and Benjamin, not Israel. We have to keep distinguishing. Well, because, now we do, yeah. yeah, we have to keep distinguishing now As because Jeremiah blew it. Yeah, because the, the kings <laughs> blew it. But he's telling them, like, yo, hey man, like remain faithful to God, right? Mm-hmm. Um, seek him. And that's one of the major themes we talked about earlier in Chronicles. There are those who seek the Lord and those who don't seek the Lord. If you seek the Lord, you're guaranteed to find him, right? There's no 
There's no probability. Okay. There's no chance. If you really seek the Lord, you will, he's not hiding. That's the mm, thing, right? He's, he's not. He's waiting on you to come and seek him. And that's the, that's just the beauty of the God of the Bible, right? Mm. Like you don't have to have the most knowledge. You don't have to have the most, the best resources. You can be in the wilderness, right? right. Like Israel was, mm-hmm. and you can seek God and find him. And one of the things that you see even here with um, Asa, like there's this idea of repentance and turning to the Lord. It's not only I'm saying I'm following the Lord, but you have to take action. And so you'll see that over and over mm-hmm. again with the kings is that they don't only say that we need a revival and they don't just use lip service. They actually take action. And so he went through, they destroyed idols. He rebuilt um, the or repaired the bronze altar but also he got rid of his grandmother (laughs) it's Mm. like you're not worshiping the one true god you cannot be a queen mother here because of your idolatry so he removed her replaced things in the um temple and then had peace for more years yeah and it's crazy that um you know it's crazy that man you know they rejoiced right Mm. you just keep saying this theme of worship with the trumpets and the music and they are rejoicing over God and they have this like basically like this kind of uh covenant renewal ceremony mm-hmm. and they have there's they're sacrificing um a ton of animals and also you know the text will will, will kind of hint at the fact that there were northern tribes there and right. one of the things he's going to be so subtle with here is that there was so many time opportunities for reunification but because of the hardness of people's hearts um, they did not reunify. And it would always be like a remnant who would go with Judah. Yeah. But never the whole nation. Never the whole nation. Right. And that, oh, that's so good because mm-hmm. we need Christ for that, right? Yeah. We need Christ for mm-hmm. all of his people, the Jews and the Gentiles, he would say, to be grafted in, to be one body. Um, and it, it couldn't happen perfectly here. And then, so yeah, Asa mm. doesn't end well, right? <laughs> like Asa, man, you start off good. It's not about how you start. It's about how you finish. Mm. I'm going to keep saying that. In this book, um, and that's actually good news, believe it or not. But Asa tries to make this political alliance. So he tries to. It's another civil war. Let's say that. Right. Israel again. Israel and Judah. Different king. Different king. Mm-hmm. Same problem, <laughs> right? But Asa goes to Aram, and he's like, "Yo, man, if we just join forces, it'll be right." Like, so basically, he tries to form this political alliance with a foreign nation mm-hmm. to fight against his own people, like. How how just twisted is right. everything right now? And just the thing that we have to understand, I think this applies to us. We cannot expect any type of political alliance to be our ultimate anchor or right. hope. Mm. Right? Say it. It is Yahweh <laughs> that is our ultimate anchor. No matter what, like what is going mm-hmm. on um, mm-hmm. in terms of nations, in terms right. of uh, you know this political structures we live in. Yahweh, God, God can do what no political leader can do. And Asa failed to realize that. And it's almost like he got lax maybe because he Mm. was at peace. Yeah, maybe. Mm. That, you know, I don't know if it was, you know, I'm comfortable or whatever the situation is. But you hear, you see in this particular instance, he paired up and, and this Mm. is how you see how his mind changed. It talks about how Hanani came to him to rebuke him. Yeah. And his response was not repentance. He mm. got angry yep. and put him in prison. And then it said he mistreated the people. And that was one of the things we talked about earlier. Yep. You see, based upon how they treat their people is an indication of how their relationship with the Lord has been. Yep. It's crazy that, uh, you know, the prophets are always persecuted in scripture. And that mm. points to like Jesus as a prophet mm. being persecuted 
Um, but they're just persecuted for telling the truth. Telling the truth. And it's just crazy <laughs> that like, man, you know, um, I don't think the Bible is saying we're all prophets, but sometimes we will be persecuted, you know, for telling the truth. And people don't like to hear the truth, especially when it's about their sin. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the thing that this text wants us to know is, man, whom whom will you serve, right? And it and it and it's indicative of who you're seeking, right? Mm-hmm. Asa was seeking. <laughs> A political alliance when his enemies came against him. He had just heard mm-hmm. from Azariah that if we sought the Lord, we would find him. It is a guarantee that the God of the universe yes. is found by his people when we seek him. And he'd forgotten mm-hmm. that truth. And it's interesting that yeah. one, you know, last thing is that sure. even in this, um, I love how earlier on it says that Asa was wholeheartedly devoted um Asa was wholeheartedly devoted his entire life. Yeah. And so even with this instance, mm. it doesn't take away the fact that overall, sure. his lifestyle and his, his um, I guess, legacy is that he was wholeheartedly devoted to the Lord. I love the fact. I love that too. And man, I meant to, I think I, I read it in preparing mm. um, just how in some of these kings, you know, you'll see that sometimes their belief and behavior is just mismatched. Mm-hmm. Um, their heart really is for the Lord, but at times they just yeah fall like the rest of us. And we thank mm-hmm. God every day that he grace. saved. Yeah, by his grace, he mm-hmm. saved imperfect people whose actions and beliefs don't always... <laughs>